Greetings, everyone. It is now time for Marked Safe. Tales of your very favorite and most beloved disasters. On Mark Safe, we discuss events and details that some may find disturbing. Listener discretion is advised. Please listen responsibly and stay safe. And now, here with your hosts, Brianne and Melanie, this is Mark Safe. Hey. Hey, Melanie. There's no business like monkey business. No, we've got a local interest story for you today. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is so funny. My fellow Hoosiers may have heard of this because it is already a meme. First of all, let me just back up a little bit. Did I tell you about Eastside Ellie a couple of years ago? No. Okay, so there was a person, um, Eastside of Indy, if you know, you know. <laughs> it's... Be careful over there, is all I'm saying. <laughs> My brothers in Christ, you're taking your life in your hands over there. Um, I am a lifelong East Sider. I grew up on that side of town. Honestly, I love that side of town. I don't know what the fuck it's doing anymore, but it's a war zone for whatever reason. Um, there was an explosion in a an East Side neighborhood several years ago, and they interviewed a person named Ellie. And Ellie was just very casually uh, smoking a cigarette, being interviewed by this news story. And the news guy is like, you know, so tell us in your words what happened. And they're like, well, you know, I was sitting in my apartment and I heard a big explosion and I came out and like half the street's gone or whatever. And he says, what do you think about this? And they said, well, you know, some bullshit's always going down on the east side. <laughs> and the some bullshit's always going down on the east side became a local meme that still makes its way around. This is in maybe like 2018. <laughs> um, east side Ellie, uh, a local legend. Some more bullshit has gone down on the east side. <laughs> <laughs> this is not the usual bullshit. We could have a podcast solely dedicated to bullshit that has gone down on the east side. And it would be, we would have to do a daily drop. But this week we have Momo. <laughs> um a little a little very fast monkey i'm not very sure. fast i have not seen what kind of monkey specifically um but there's a little monkey that is apparently particularly fast named momo and he escaped and was loose on the east side of indy uh, not from a days. zoo mind you no no from an owner i've told you guys indiana's the wild west for owning exotic pets i went into that um, comic se- comment section and they were like <laughs> you can have monkeys and somebody was like oh you can have anything the only thing you don't need a license for is like bears and like tigers <laughs> i've been telling you technically i do think that there is um a legal issue. I don't think, I think you do actually need a permit to own a Momo. But um, from what I understand, no one is considering charges. He ran rampant for a few days. I am personally very curious about what that did to the crime on the East side. Did it go up for a few days? Did it go down <laughs> for a few days? I feel like crime is such a measurable statistic over there that surely it had to have done something. And just from a sociological standpoint, I'm very fascinated here. Um, Momo was captured maybe yesterday or yes. so um apprehended by law enforcement in an empty house 
And uh, now Momo's a meme as well. So Momo's at the zoo. Did you know that? Momo is at the zoo. Well, yeah. So Momo is actually downtown, not on the east side right now. But I believe Momo will be returned to his dad, I believe. I don't know. I could be wrong. You know what? Maybe not. Mm. Hold on. I'm looking. Maybe they should make yeah, Momo no. an indoor monkey instead I, of an outdoor monkey. I mean, I think that may have been the, the original plan. I think Momo just outwitted them. No, um, he was outside in like, like a cage lived, with man, a tarp some over bullshit is always going down on the east side. It says Indiana Animal Care Services is working to do an inspection on the home to ensure the living space is fit for the exotic animal to live there. At this time, authorities are unsure if the monkey will be returned to its owner. So... Free there Momo. Were injuries. There were injuries reported. Free Momo. Well, I mean, maybe. I, I don't know. Did you see that interview with that lady? And she was like, he pinned me against the wall. No. And I had to put a stool between him and me. I would like to know that this is a very small monkey. <laughs> very small. Uh, smaller than, I don't know. It's like a small dog. Yeah, but very tall. Yes. But small. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't see the lady, but I bet she could take him if, if it came to it. I could take Momo. I don't want to, though. I'd just take him out for tacos. <laughs> We'd have a good time. Yeah. All right. So you want to talk about brackets? I do want to talk about brackets. All right. Real quick. I'm in a mood this week. I don't know. So I'm here to just publicly shame the horrible ghouls. <laughs> and then we're going to dox them. We decided before yeah. we record. <laughs> Listen, no, you guys remind me of my kids. No one listens to me. I said, put your brackets <laughs> on the original thread. I'm going to stop. And what did you do? You put it on the, the post that I shared in the group. <laughs> is it just me or is this bracket kind of going bananas? Oh, that's what they did. They were like, this is nonsense. We're, we oh, do what we want. Look, maybe we should let him have a pass on that, actually. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. Let's do the bracket today. Okay. Fuck it. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to- YOLO, man. We're, you know what? We're going to lean into the spirit. So, Lisa, I can okay. do for being so rude. So, here's the thing. It- <laughs> <laughs> so, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I do try not to look at brackets at all. I try not to pre-plan. But when I say that, I mean that on a whole new level for this one. I have not so much as glanced at this thing. And that's probably why I feel like it's going nuts because it's in my Facebook notifications and I keep accidentally clicking it. I'm like, no, 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 shield my eyes. <laughs> it's a nonsense bracket. And I don't have, I, I don't know one single thing on it. I, I don't even know the nature of anything on it. And I'm hoping to be just confounded every week by you people. I'm really excited about it because one, um, I did not pair these the way I typically would. I put them in wheel of names. Oh, hell yes. So the match. I love a randomizer. Yes. They don't make fucking sense at all. And oh then God. there was a side chat um, in the message board where they were like, is this the worst thing? Like, is she picking the worst thing? Is she picking the best thing? Do petting okay. zoo rules apply? <laughs> and I had to jump on there and I was like, who knows? Not fucking me. Like, 
She's my best Petting friend. Petting zoo rules can come into play at any time at my discretion. At my soul discretion. discretion. <laughs> um, so it's chaos. I'm here for it. Everybody's really excited about your hot takes on this one. Okay. Uh, I'm excited about my hot takes about this one because I don't even have a clue like, what to expect. It's like, how do you – like? What grounds are you picking these okay. on? Okay. You know what? I'm I'm going to follow my heart. That's the grounds. I'm going to follow my heart. Barring that, I'm going to follow petting zoo rules. Barrow, barring that, I'm I'm going to pick the one that is more unhinged. All right. Okay. That's the three tiers. Follow my heart, petting zoo rules, unhinged. Okay. This week. Okay. Okay. Oh, by the way, we will tally up the last bracket and announce the winner next week. Yes. If that's not clear. Okay. Um, This week is toddlers Ooh. versus sandwiches. <laughs> okay. This one's easy. <laughs> so um, we all know that I used to be a foster parent and you have to pick your ages that you're licensed for. And I was licensed for zero to one and three to eight. Because <laughs> uh, I honestly, I kind of can't with toddlers. I'm I'm um, in that right now. I, I can sort of with my own toddler because I've I've had time to bond with it. But <laughs> with <don't>, it, <laughs> yeah. Please, please, no, thank you, please. To um, and please don't think that this is any form of anti-child. I love. I mean, I love children as much as I love adults. Honestly, it depends on the child. Are they cool? <laughs> Um, same with babies. I like them lots on a case by case basis. Uh, toddlers though, mm, mm, none for me, please. Uh, sandwiches don't feel the same way at all. At all. I love a sandwich. If I am in a restaurant and I'm just not sure I'm going for the sandwiches because I will find something I like there. And one of my besties in the universe is Sandwich Daddy, who brings a level of unhinged here we go here we go okay so following my heart sandwiches petting zoo i'm not gonna say toddlers that, that can be taken real oh. weird <laughs> um like i would like to pet their hair on their head like in a normal way jesus christ um but then if we are also going for the most unhinged energy sandwich takes us to sandwich daddy who is by far the most unhinged member of horrible ghouls yes done sandwiches advance I love it. Sandwich Daddy's <laughs> going to be happy. Uh-huh. Oh, well. I'm going to be so pleased. <laughs> yeah, we were going to push this bracket back a week because you guys didn't follow directions. But I'm I'm really excited that we're kicking this off. Yeah, you know what? We're just, we're, we're embracing anarchy. Easiest box to shop for ever. Oh, are you just going to go to Big Lots and just like close your eyes and grab five things? <laughs> you know, we have a Big Lots here. I've been here, what, three years now and still have not been. Honestly, I feel like it would be a good place to shop for this bracket. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm excited. Yeah, or I think Spencer's. Just go. I think Spencer's would Ooh, be fun. You know what? Five stupid stores have Cody take you in there blindfolded and just cut you loose and have you buy something under five bucks or something. No, because five stores. Here's the thing with Cody. Oh no. Okay, maybe someone who's not Cody. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the man says that he hates to shop, but if you take him out, you're coming home with all sorts of stuff, and I don't know if my budget can handle that. Really, that's the type of guy that Cody is. Interesting. I'm a whole husband about shopping. Like I am the fuck. I'll be sitting here while you try shit on, regretting oh. the day I was born. Person. <laughs> oh yeah, and it's like we go to the mall maybe once a year with the entire family because it's like 
he can't say no to the kids. We're going to build a bear. We're going to the Lego store oh. for mom, you know, and it's well, like, I mean, it's fun, but it's, it's, it's so expensive. It's like, it has to be an annual thing. Like mom does deserve Legos. Uh, yes. Right. I know. Maybe I, you should just have him take you to the mall. If you could pull that off. What am I going to do with these children? <laughs> Ava is getting old enough. <laughs> I think. <laughs> Oh my gosh, when I was pregnant. Put her in a safe sitter class and go get some Lego. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when I was pregnant with Ava, um, I wanted to do like, you know, it's your first baby. You want to do your little maternity sh- uh, shoot. And mm-hmm. I wanted to do something weird. I mean, we all know my last baby. I only had two maternity sh- shoots, uh, Ava, and then the last baby, because it's, it's all the same. Um. So with Ava, I wanted to do something weird. And there was this really cool like antique mall. And they let us do our maternity shoot in there. Why have I never seen this? I have to find them. They're Melanie June. Yes. There's like all these little creepy antiques and like baby shoes and stuff like that. It's it's fun. It's fun. Um, But he bought like this like vintage like crystal glass decanter he's like well we can't come here and not get something (laughs) so he bought a decanter (laughs) for to put booze in that i can't drink because i'm pregnant collecting oh my god dust in my little um curio cabinet you know what get rid of your haunted dolls display your decanter (laughs) get your priorities in line Oh, speaking of haunting, it's spooky. Spooky you season. Down? Did you? Okay. okay, yeah, let's talk about this. Let's um, talk about it. <laughs> tripling down. So my sister-in-law, um, who recently got married, um, she got back from her honeymoon. And she was catching up on the episodes and gave me a little ring. And she said, I hate to bother you. Um, I know I have access to you um which most people don't have it like this with the podcast so i think i need to kind of air out some grievances <laughs> and i was like oh, oh fuck like i mean i'm already lucky enough to have like in-laws that i love and cherish like i'm not trying to fuck that up you know right she basically said the elephants to the elder elderly episodes were uh too much it was too fucking much. Uh, she was literally crying in the shower. Oh, no. And um, yeah, maybe we should uh, knock it off for a little bit. And you listened, right? No. Because <laughs> you messaged me and said, should I should I go light or should I triple down? <laughs> Christy, if you're listening to this, I'm, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you're but not li- sorry. You're not that sorry. Well, listen, listen. I've had this episode planned for October, because we like to do the spooky episodes, it wound up being, it was already bad. It wound up being worse than I thought. Um, I don't even know how to end this episode. So it's going to be whiplash. Sorry to everybody. Oh, Melanie. Okay. All right. Are the elephants okay in this one? There's no elephants. Okay. Is it children? God damn it, Melanie. It's not children. Teens and 20s mostly. 
Uh, okay. Let's just let's just plow into it. Let's just plunge well, ahead. Well, just from history, I've I've covered this type of disaster group before, and uh, you hate them. So let's jump Ohioans? in. Ohioans? Huh? <laughs> Young Virgos? <laughs> okay, Both? I didn't know this was an Ohio disaster. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. We're actually going to South Korea in this way. Them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope not. <laughs> Who do I hate? This, this disaster specifically. Oh, okay. I thought you meant the group of people, no! and I'm getting slowly more worried. No. And I'm like, okay, it, maybe this is an Ohio joke, like legit. And then I'm like, South what? No, I don't hate them. Not people, okay. the type of okay. disaster. I was I thought I was about to get canceled. No, no, absolutely okay. not. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no. We um this is a freshie too. This this is uh coming up on its one year anniversary. So Halloween was not traditionally celebrated in South Korea, but for Itaewon, located in Seoul, South Korea, it quickly became home of the biggest Halloween celebration in the country. Known for its nightlife, trendy bars and restaurants, Itaewon had established itself as one of the capital city's premier party districts over the past 10 years or so. It's the place to be to go, you know? Okay. It's the place for me to never go, personally. Why? Because you don't like South Koreans? God bless it. I'm going to have to do another apology to her. I'm not a white supremacist. I don't hate armadillos. I don't hate South Koreans. <laughs> um, that is just not my scene. A party district. I don't feel the like. claustrophobia. Did I give you the impression that I was a party district kind of person? Yeah. Really? No. Okay. Cool. Damn it. Okay. <laughs> Shit. I thought it was cool for a second. So, yeah, it's the place to go, like, you're in your 20-somethings, that's where you want to be seen. Well, until the COVID pandemic hit. And, oh, okay. you know, the, this is a freshie. Yeah, the whole world was forced to social distance, and you can't really do that in a, in a party scene, you know? No. During Halloween 2020... Itaewon officials were, quote, requiring QR code check-ins at establishments. And in 2021, the city was going from business to business to enforce pandemic controls, including urging restaurants to leave about 30% of their tables open. But by the time 2022 rolled around, most social distancing measures were lifted and locals and tourists alike were ready to get back to celebrating Halloween like they used to. Itaewon was expecting a huge crowd with over 100,000 people packing the streets for the first virtually unrestricted Halloween festivities in three years. Fuck ton of people. And it's not like organized by a single person. It's just people packing into this neighborhood. Nothing could go wrong. Nothing could go wrong. The Youngson District Police Office said in a press release, quote, with restrictions lifted on clubs and other establishments, the excitement is more heightened than ever. So we're all going stir crazy at this point. So, of course, people are excited for Halloween. It's Halloween. Everyone loves Halloween. Of course. This is just an uplifting episode, isn't it? It's the best. About the first Halloween after COVID. Yes, of course. 
a heartwarming story. Do you remember how bananas that first Halloween was? Like people making those little shoots, shoots for candy. I love those things. Can we bring those back? Yes, those are creative as shit. I thought so too. I love those. Make your Barbies dispense candy, like babies. <laughs> we can get like, <gasps> yeah, you know, like oh, is it Midge? Yes. We could do it in a, the tummy. In the tummy. Yeah, that would probably be a little bit too dark for a Barbie Halloween scene, but I like the idea in theory. I don't think Southern Louisiana can uh, handle that. I don't think they're ready for that. No, no especially since uh, one of my neighbors does the full um, pro-life with their Christmas Ooh. decorations. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know. Ooh. You know what? I think they're coming for me this year. I wouldn't surprise me. They never do Halloween, ever. Halloween's my thing. They're probably drawn to the patriarchy in your display this year. Yeah. Well, they they put their blow-ups up. They saw the horse and they were like, fuck. Let's get the inflatables going, Marge. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, precisely. Nothing against inflatables, but I don't know. I feel some sort of way. I feel like this is like um, Southern style talking shit. Yeah. 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 I'm into it. Fuck All right. Let's get back to it. <laughs> <laughs> so to manage the influx of people, more than 200 police officers, mind you, there's there's 100, they're expecting 100,000 people, but more than 200 police officers would be patrolling the streets in Itaewon. It's... Not mathing for me, but no. that's a that's a lot more people that they usually have, right? Um, I would think they laid out measures including safety checks for bars and restaurants, anti drug policies, trash management, the basics, right? Don't mm-hmm. do drugs, don't have sex, be good, behave yourself. Pak Sung Joo, a professor of fire and disaster protection at Open Cyber University of Korea, said. As there was no central authority, each government arm just did what they usually do. The fire department prepared for fires and the police prepared for crime. Okay. Yeah, they're, they're just doing their job. In the early evening of Saturday, October 29th, crowds poured into Itaewon Station's Seoul subway into the streets for the weekend's Halloween festivities. The main street from the subway station was a labyrinth of steep sloping alleyways and they were filling up fast with people. Next to the Hamilton Hotel, one such crowded alleyway was downhill, a 40-meter path, or 130 feet for those stateside, that linked the busy restaurant district with the main street. Now, on a normal day, this alleyway is a tight squeeze. It's less than four meters or 13 feet wide. Uh, With the Korean news agency Yonpap, reporting that, quote, about six adults can barely pass through the alley at the same time. Hmm. There's your visual. You just love crushing stories, don't you? Yeah, I, I'm <laughs> I'm drawn to them for some reason. I, they freak me out, you know? Yeah. Because it just, they happen so fucking fast. Um, By 4 p.m., crowds had become, quote, significantly big. Within an hour, the alleyway was so packed with people, it was completely blocked off. Like, just, they're packed in like sardines. 
Significantly big. That sounds like something Trump would say. It's big. It's significantly big. (laughs) (laughs) So at 634 that night, just a couple hours later, the first of many, and I mean many, calls to the police came in. Oh, no. And really pay attention to this timeline. So this is at 634. And the caller said, people are going up and down the alley now, but it looks really dangerous. People can't come down, but people keep coming up. So I fear people might be crushed. Mm. 634. The dispatcher responded, police will come and check that out. But the crowd continued to grow. At 8 o'clock, a second call came in notifying the authorities that people were being pushed, falling, and getting hurt. The caller said, it's chaotic. I think it needs to be controlled somehow. Just after 8.30, another caller warned the police that the situation was, quote, really serious. I don't feel like you hear about this with with stories like this much. No, it usually... It just happens. It happens. You hear about people seeing it start and being worried. Yeah. This is what makes this so upsetting. Three minutes later, another call. People are falling down on the streets. Looks like there could be an accident. It looks very dangerous. Less than 20 minutes later, another caller said it felt like a madhouse, pleading with the operator. It's not a joke. It's not a prank call. I beg you. Oh, my God. 10 minutes later at 9 p.m., yet another caller. Make an emergency dispatch now. A big accident could occur at any moment. My God. Mm-hmm. How bad did it have to be that this many people saw it and were like, oh, shit. This is fucked up. Like, we need help, you know? Yeah. Calls started I'm, pouring I don't in. think we've ever heard about that happening no. in one of these stories. No. I'm just assuming this is a crushing story. It's got to be. Yeah, it is. And it, it doesn't. It Usually it's like it's too late, you know? Yeah. Calls started pouring in, telling dispatchers that people were starting to be trampled. In 902, one caller warned the dispatcher, somebody is going to die. So this is two and a half hours after the first call. Like, Yeah. Uh, and nothing's been done. Nothing's been done. At 10 11. You never get that kind of warning in crushings. No, this is, this, sh- this should have, this is easily preventable like yeah measures should have been taken at 6 30 yeah at 10 11 people will get crushed to death here it's chaotic on this call you can hear screams in the background oh god it would come to light later that despite all of these phone calls police only dispatched to four of them Most and apparently didn't do much there if this mm, is still going on. No. Most report that around 1020, a crowd crush occurred. I would wager it was probably earlier, given the sheer amount of panic phone calls. Yeah. Uh, but either way, tragedy was unfolding. I know we, we've talked about several crowd disasters now, um, but I don't think we really did a deep dive in like, what's happening and like the logistics of them. So I just want to kind of segue for a minute, especially since this is so fucking heavy anyways. Yeah. So the guardian has um, an article. It's related to a different crush that happened, um, but they had some great visuals on there. Um, 
I'll put an asterisk on it. Um, so we, you can put it in the show notes if anyone wants to look at those. Okay. Um, so, sorry. So this is a little lengthy, but it's really informative. I think probably could help prevent things. Like if you ever find that self yourself in that situation. Yeah. So quote, if a crowd density rises above four people per square meter or around three feet, and especially if they get to six people, they become prone to two broad types of accident. Both be warned are horrifying. Uh, quote, progressive crowd collapse often begins when one person falls over, perhaps because of a shockwave traveling through the crowd or just because they slip. Suddenly denied the falling person's body to lean against, but still under pressure on the other side. The adjacent people fall on top of them or are knocked over trying to help. This, oh, wow. mm-hmm, this in turn creates a larger hole, which ever more people are forced into and more and more piled up high on top of each other until this pressure eases. It is being buried alive in bodies, perhaps bodies that you know. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. A progressive crowd collapse often happens when a large crowd is moving steadily through a confined route, driving ever forward. So it's you're you're moving, you're walking. Mm -hmm. The other type of crowd disaster occurs when people are simply squeezed to such an extent that they can no longer inflate their lungs and die gradually of compressive asphyxiation. This is a crowd crush. And it typically happens whenever more people push into a confined area, either on the way in or trying to get out. Often those who die in a crowd crush are ones against the walls. God. And then you have, we've discussed this before, and I've been guilty of calling things this, you have human stampedes. According to Keith Still, professor of crowd science at Manchester Metropolitan University, human stampedes are actually pretty rare. Like they don't happen often. He says, if you look at the analysis, I've not seen any instances of a cause of mass fatalities being a stampede. People don't Hmm. die because they panic. They panic because they are dying. Wow. What a line. Right? <sighs> All right. Back to That's an amazing source, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really good. Um they had um some of those visuals on this disaster, and then I found out, you know, that they've they've kind of recycled, they've used these several times, you know, as they have, which is yeah really it's upsetting that they have to that you have to recycle your clip art yeah. on crowd crushes because they keep fucking happening Oof. all right so back to itaewon um by 10 21 uh some people began taking measures they are scaling walls ledges anything to get them out and above the crushing crowd one streamer climbed a ledge helping others up until he was finally asked to stop because it too was getting too crowded. Wow. Can you imagine like trying to no. help and it's like you you, gotta you, you gotta stop, you know? That's awful. Authorities were now getting reports that people were being buried in the crowd. Despite the crowd collapse, the crush continued. 
Ken Floss said, we just started to move forward. There was no way back. We didn't hear anything because the music was really loud. Witnesses said many people, nope. Witnesses said many people appeared to not even realize the disaster was unfolding just steps away from them. Dressed in Halloween costumes, some people continued to sing and dance nearby, not knowing that others were laying lifeless on the ground. Oh, that's terrifying. Yeah. And the Halloween costumes, we've talked yeah. we've talked about this before. <laughs> they prove to complicate things even I was just more. Think, I was trying to remember. That's why I didn't say anything. So I was trying to remember when we talked about we that. Talked but I know about we talked about that um, when I did the Evil Dead um, movies. And this, oh, remember the yes. zombies collapsed yes, on the stage? That's exactly what it was. And the yeah. EMTs like, didn't know who was injured, who was not uh-huh. injured. Yeah, um, that's the whole thing. Yeah. So this was complicating things. One 20-year-old eyewitness said that when an officer tried to direct the crowds... No, sorry. My phone went off. I'm going to repeat that. One 20-year-old eyewitness... Do you need to check that one if Cody's locked in the bathroom? No, he's he's out of town. Okay. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, I guess Hold on. (gasps) No, it's not Cody. There's fire weather warning. What the fuck's going on? I definitely want to check a fire warning. Well, yeah. Red flag warning remains in effect. Okay. Oh, wow. Winds north 10 to 50 miles an hour with gusts up to 25. Uh, any ongoing or new fires will be like likely spread rapidly. Uh, all right. Okay, then. Here we go. Here's hoping my arm of the government is watching out. <laughs> Doing oh, their job. That's- ominous last words all right well that feels on brand we'll leave that in okay so one 20 year old eyewitness said uh that when an officer tried to direct the crowds she heard someone ask is he even a real policeman oh wow because it could be a costume damn yeah due to the incline of the alley um the crowd pressed more heavily on those downhill and people continued to pile on top of others. So you're on a slope, right? And then it's just making it worse. Quote, witnesses said that onlookers shouted at the top to pull back to save the people underneath. But some in the crowd misunderstood it as push and they (gasps) did what they heard prolonging the predicament. Oh no. Yeah. That's bad. Yeah. People were falling like dominoes. Like so many quotes. They were just saying it was like dominoes. The pile was growing more and more. And at one point I've I've seen it where it's six to seven people high on this pile all the way up to 15 at some points. Oh, my God. Yeah. Initially. Only four ambulances were dispatched, and clearly that well, that's yeah not that's enough. Not do it. The first few responders there pleaded with people to step up if they knew how to give CPR. Eighty-three additional ambulances were eventually dispatched four times up until eleven forty-five that night. This is so fucking infuriating. If if anybody had listened when people called for help hours ago, they wouldn't be having to ask civilians to help do their jobs. Exactly. Um, 
We've talked about this so many times in mass casualty events. The roads, they're clogged with people and fucking traffic. And it's making it impossible for emergency vehicles to come and go. At 11.30, the police finally blocked the road off um, with their police vehicles to secure one lane for ambulances to leave for the hospital. At 11.55, the Seoul Metropolitan Government set out an emergency text alert to residents of Itaewon area requesting vehicles to turn away due to an emergency accident near Hamilton Hotel. The text read, citizens, please return home as soon as possible. This alert would be repeated several more times in the following hours. Also, so unsettling. it is unsettling. I mean, these alerts are, are super important, too. Yeah. Did you see, were you following all the conspiracy theorists, like, wrapping their electronics in foil? And <laughs> No. You didn't, you haven't, the little emergency thing we had the other day? Um, the federal no did yours not no. go off it did no it did but i haven't heard anything about foil oh people are freaking out i saw one tiktok where this um the landlord was so freaked out about it that he turned off the apartment building's electricity for more than Bro. two hours <laughs> oh my god and this guy was, it went off early it was not when they said it would be this guy's like gary i work from home and the guy's like well the powers <laughs> that be you know and padlocked the the freaking breaker box Wow. Yeah. No, I did not know that. People went bananas. People can't act right. They can't act right for nothing. They really can't. They really won't. I do. Even COVID, they just buy all the fucking toilet paper. Yes. All the while. Do this. We got tinfoil. Like, are you kidding me? This is why we can't have nice things. We're going through that right now here in Louisiana with the water. Are you? Yeah. the, The drought here, you know, we haven't had any rain, which is... This, this drought has been fucking crazy here. Um, is lowered the water in the Mississippi, and now salt water is getting in, and that's the fucking drinking water. Ooh. You know what I mean? Oh shit, that's not good. So people are panic buying water right now. Yeah, Oof, it's cr- your mom's survival cards did not cover that. No, not at all. All right, so um, where was I? Do 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 do. Um, sorry. So emergency workers were not able to remove everyone from the crush until well after midnight. With resuscitation failing, bodies were laid on the streets by medical and police personnel, and they were covered with blankets and clothing. Just after 1 a.m., authorities released the first death toll, and it was 59 people. Hmm. In the meet, so many. It's so many. Um, it gets higher. Um, uh, in the immediate aftermath, the death toll climbed to a hundred and fifty-seven people. Oh my god! A majority of them were female, with a uh, hundred and two, and there were fifty-five males. And I'm wondering, that's probably a stature thing. I'm guessing you would think, yeah. Um, of the victims, four were teenagers, 96 people were in their 20s, 32 people were in their 30s, and only nine were in their 40s. Um, 13 of those had yet to be identified. The number of missing persons reports filed the following day grew from 355 people to 4,024. 
so you, I mean, you got to take into account it's, it's not just deaths. You got injuries. You got people all over hospitals yeah. and people are freaking out. Identifying the victims was also difficult. Many were still dressed in their Halloween costumes. And so, you know, you go, you're going out, you, you're not carrying right. your ID, you know. One of the temporary morgues, um, it was a sports center. It was converted into a lost and found center uh, for the identifications of victims. Uh, it had clothing and other items with over 800 items um, recovered and placed in there. There were 256 pairs of shoes, 258 mm. pieces of clothing, 124 bags, and 156 electronic items. Other so person, dark. yeah, 256 shoes. That was what did me too. That just, I don't know. The fucking shoes. These, this, yeah. the video of this, the pictures of this, just seeing shoes lined up with pink post its on it is. Oof fucking heartbreaking that is rough it's like and then you you just like how it, it, it mentally it's puts just the you thought of people without their shoes like there's something so vulnerable about it yes yes i think that's part of it yeah um the photos i mean it's they're hard to look at at a briefing on monday local police said that they had deployed not 200, but 137 officers to the event, pointing oh, out. Nice of them. Yeah, they pointed out though that the n- number was significantly higher than the previous years. Like they they put more out there. Okay, uh, so perhaps they were uh, caught unawares by the turnout, but they were not caught unawares by the multiple phone calls. Exactly. That they mostly ignored. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Under preparing as far as how many people to have there. Okay, sure, I guess, but come on. And they, you know, local reports, they were saying, like, the police, they were so focused on, like, drug use and, like, Mm -hmm. traffic. That they weren't actually keeping people safe. No, not at all. On Tuesday, South Korea's Prime Minister, Han Su, said one of the reasons was lack of deep institutional knowledge and consideration for crowd management. Even if more police were put in to the site, there seems to have been a limit in the situation as we don't have a crowd management system, but we'll need to wait for the police investigation to find out the cause. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Also speaking to the media on Tuesday, Yoon Hikon, head of the National Police Agency, said of the police response, The calls were about emergencies telling the danger and urgency of the situation that large crowds had gathered before the accident occurred. However, we think the police response to the 112 emergency telephone number was quite inadequate. (laughs) I would say so. I would say so. Quite inadequate indeed. Mm -hmm. The following day on November 2nd, Raids were carried out by a special investigative unit created the day before by the NPA, the National Police Damn. Agency, um, to look into the disaster. They had like full on fucking raids. So I wow. love that there is some response. We'll see. It doesn't. I mean, it would have been cool if they just showed up that energy in the first place. Mm-hmm. The investigative unit raided local police stations across Seoul, seizing internal reports and documents relating to the emergency calls made that night. 
Among the offices raided was the Youngson District Police Station, which oversees the nightlife neighborhood in Itaewon, where the crush took place. The chief of Youngson Police Station was suspended and immediately replaced. The MPA saying Chief Lee Imaje cannot carry out his normal duties given the situation. So they fired the police hmm. chief. All right. On November 11th, 55-year-old intelligence officer Zhang was found dead at his home in a northern Seoul by a family member. Zhang was being investigated on charges of abuse of authority, destruction of evidence, and professional negligence for the ordering of the deletion of an internal intelligence report given prior warnings to the possible safety accident during the Halloween period. Mm. So, like, he was being looked into for a massive cover-up. Like, they... Yeah. It's not good. Uh, he did not leave a suicide note, but John was reported to have made several phone calls to his colleagues the previous day, suggesting that he was going to. Wow. On the same day, a senior official from the Seoul Metropolitan Government Safety Support Division was also found dead at his home of an apparent suicide. While he had not worked at the disaster site or was even being investigated by the police, he was found to be the final approver of the documents of emergency checks on local festival safety measures and psychological counseling programs regarding the disasters. Wow. That's, this is awful. It's hard. Yeah. It's just terrible. The MPA's investigation spanned over 74 days. The MPA investigative unit questioned nearly 540 people and collected 14,000 pieces of evidence from central and municipal government offices and transportation authorities. Investigators studied more than 180 video files recorded on security cameras or taken by journalists and pedestrians and jointly inspected the scene with forensic experts to analyze the density of the crowd. This is one of those um, disasters. Like I said, it happened last year in the height of TikTok. You could type in Itaewon and I mean, it. people were posting like all of it, like from the beginning mm. to the end, you know? Yeah. It's. My God. Yeah. Superintendent General San Jihan said, in accurate judgment of the situation, the slow distribution of information about the situation, poor cooperation between related institutions, and delays in rescue operations were among the overlapping failures that caused the high number of casualties. Mm, overlapping failures is a good way to put it. Yeah. Following the findings, South Korean police sought criminal charges, including involuntary manslaughter and negligence against 23 officials, about half of them law enforcement officers. Those recommended for indictment also included Park Hyung, who was the mayor of Seoul's Youngson District, and the district's former police chief, Lee im Arrest warrants for them were denied with the court citing that there was a low likelihood of them fleeing or destroying evidence, which uh, I don't know. Mm. However, Park Sung-min of the Seoul Metropolitan Government and Kim Jen-ho of the Youngson Police were both arrested for ordering their subordinates to destroy an internal report about the risks stemming from a large crowd gathering in Itaewon during the Halloween festivities. So they 
they did make two arrests. I cannot find any updates on more arrests or convictions. Um, I'm assuming like it's still fluid, like it's still probably going through the courts. It's not even a year old. In February of 2023, lawmakers voted to impeach the Minister of Interior Safety, Lee Sang-min, urging him to take responsibility for the failure of the response to a crowd surge. But it was overturned by South Korea's Constitutional Court this past July. Lee Jong-seok, a justice at the court, said this disastrous incident was not caused and exacerbated by a single cause or person adding that different government agencies were not able to respond in a coordinated way to big disasters. While the court found the minister had made inappropriate remarks about how the disaster unfolded, it said in a statement that comments did not amount to the grounds for impeachment and ruled he had not neglected his duties. I also looked up these remarks. I could not find a direct quote, um, but it did seem very victim blamey. Mm-hmm. You know, um, suggesting yeah. that the severity of the crush had nothing to do with police or emergency yeah, that's personnel. Problematic. Yeah, it's 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 bad. There was a lot of quotes. I, I had to pull some because it was just <laughs> gross, gross. I couldn't even repeat some of the things. Um, really, s- some of these officials said, "Yeah, wow." At the hearing, some of the victims' relatives broke down in tears after the constitutional court ruling, with two mothers collapsing and having to be taken away by an ambulance. Like, Mm. it's got to be so hard. You just want someone, anyone, please take accountability. Yeah. You know? And I, I d- and there's so many people. I mean, it's, yeah, like I'm not said, overlapping failures. I'm not saying, like, let's find a, one person and pile it on. Right. But it's like... There Take are the appropriate s- amount of accountability. Yeah, there's so many people. Like, this is totally preventable. The final death toll for Itaewon disaster was 159, and almost 200 people were injured. Please check your content warnings. The last victim died on December 12th, months after the tragedy. A 17-year-old high school student... Mm was found dead on December 12th in a motel a few hours after his mother had reported him missing. He had survived the crowd crush, but tragically his two best friends did not. Oh no. Mm -hmm. In a memo on his phone, he wrote, I'm going to see my friends soon. Shit. I can't fucking imagine, you know? No. I, oh my God. Quote, his parents said he was struggling with PTSD after the disaster and that he had put in his best effort into returning to normal. He went back to school and received multiple counseling sessions in school and at a hospital, but hate comments online made him vulnerable. His mother said one day in November, he was talking to us while crying he was so mad after reading online comments and insulting those pe- that had died. He felt so sorry for being one of the only people who had survived. Reading those comments made him collapse. Oh, my God. Comment sections. People, people need to remember that there are real people on the other end of stories like this. Yes. I mean, there's got to be some ethics in that, you know? Yeah. 
Since the Halloween tragedy, the ministry says it has boosted its disaster support personnel and programs and expanded its national trauma centers. But his mother says that the official helpline that she contacted for him offered no specific advice. She said, Um, quote, there are programs and policies, but first problem is the victims have to find out about those programs for themselves, even though they are in a panic. And the quality and level of the program is really low. Which you're, yeah. It's infuriating. It's. That they set up something to help and it's so fucking useless. It's useless. And they have to track it. They have the responsibility to track that down. Mm -hmm. And then it still fails. It's fucked up. It's so fucked up. Dr. Pak Jong-woo, a professor of psychiatry at Kyung-hee University and director of the Medical and Psychological Support Volunteer Group for the bereaved Itaewon families, says that authorities have, quote, struggled to deal with the scale of psychological assistance required. He said, we do have basic systems for those people, but we do not have enough manpower. Reforms are required, and it's still in progress. So it's so insufficient. It's so in, and I hate to fucking leave it there, but that's like I said. It's I think so much of this is ongoing. You know, you did a really good job telling that really horrible story. Yeah, it was awful. I'm definitely gonna do something lighthearted next time. Are you? Unless you want to. I mean, can we just re-release your train derailment? Wouldn't that be cute? We should, I think. I wonder if I can find another Mississauga episode. There's got to be. I wish. There's I wish. Be. Well, you ready for some disaster relief? Boy, am I. <laughs> All right, you go All first, right. please. Yes, I will go first. <laughs> Unfortunately for you and your voice, uh, mine is very brief. Uh, I am rewatching Shameless, and it is really mostly held up. <laughs> you know what? Cody started watching that and then stopped because he was like, I want you to... I've never watched it. Oh, my God. I don't rewatch shows. Honestly, I don't watch shows in the first place. We all know this, but I certainly don't rewatch them. Um, I, I don't even know. I think I've watched it at least four times, and I'm watching it again, and I'm loving every single second. <laughs> I need to check well, it out. Well, most of the seconds, there's some problematic shit in the first few episodes, like even by shameless standards, but you know, mostly it's super held up. Yeah. What's yours? <laughs> Mine is really exciting. Um, okay. They're fucking opening up field trips oh. at my kids' school. So my kids are finally going to have their first ever field trips, which is crazy. Think about that. My oldest is in fourth grade and has never been on a field trip. Um, but they're staggering them. And Josie is having the first one. He's going to a pumpkin patch and I get oh. to go. <gasps> How fun. And it's really excited. I want, that is really fun. I want to pack lunch. I can't ride with him <laughs> on the bus. I have to drive separately. That's the rules. That's stupid. Um, the rules are stupid. Uh, I almost dropped the ball on that. So thank God for uh, good teachers because the payment and permission slip was due today. And I got a message saying, why don't you want Josie to go to the field trip? <laughs> I'm like, 
calling me out. I'm like, oh, <laughs> like you just sent that home two days. I thought I, you know, had a little yeah. more time. I don't. Damn. I got five kids. It's I need to right? be more uh, organized with these things. And then Aria gets to go to a bowling alley in December. How fun. Yeah. I don't know how they're going to mix that in with maybe science. I don't know. Math. I love that for them. Who, who cares? Who really? Cares? I'm going to go to that one, too. I might have to fight Cody, though, because he sure does love bowling. He's got his own shoes. <laughs> <laughs> of course he does. Of course he does. And That's ball so cute. And his little... Well, I would expect nothing less. His little shiny, or his little washcloth to shine his ball. <laughs> Very cute. <laughs> so cute. It's adorable. So, yeah, that's mine. Field trips. <sighs> All right. Well, well yeah. <laughs> thanks for that. Um, thanks for tripling down, buddy. Yeah, tripling down. What's a, it's up to you now to carry this I, legacy oh, on. Oh, no. Oh, my God. I don't even know what I'm going to do next week. All right. Well, I guess until <sighs> then. <laughs> Sweet dreams or no Sweet dreams. Sweet dreams or no dreams. Hey, Horrible Ghouls. Hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you would like to share your personal MarkSafe moment, you can send it to us at MarkSafePodcast at gmail.com. Please give our podcast a rate, review, and subscribe, and tell your buddies about us, too. That goes a long way. If you want to further elevate your support, check out our MarkSafe Patreon page, where we have shoutouts, goodies, and some bonus content in the works. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks again, and as always, stay safe.